Hello there, my name's Mark, aka The Canardian, and this is episode 36 of the Holocron Chronicles. We have a full house tonight, including, as always, my trusty co-pilot, Charlie. Charlie, how you doing tonight? Purple Rain. I'm good! I'm back from a non-Star Wars related event in Chicago that I will try right. not to talk about. <laughs> That was, oh. that was definitely an exciting event, though. I saw some pictures. It, it looked very, very fun, very oh cool. If anyone's interested, you'll be sharing your social stuff, uh, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and gushing, gushing about it on this week's uh, recording of Code 47, which will be out next Monday. So it'll be absolutely. all and, and on SFU as well, which will be out on Friday. So it'll be all over the place. Perfect. Perfect. We are also joined by, I think... Our first and only three-time returning guest. I think this is the most anyone's been back on the show. We are absolutely blessed with a presence from the first Okairo. How you doing tonight? See, these guys are really gassing me up for no reason. I wasn't even invited. I just barged in here, and I refuse <laughs> to leave now. And apologies oh for there, no, there being no picture. My computer doesn't have a webcam, so you're just going to have to deal with this disemboweled voice. I'm sorry for the nightmares you're going to have later. He does. He he really looks like Yak Face. Watch out. He really it, yeah. does. I just hit every fugly tree on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am sparing you guys. I make Jar Jar look hot. Oh, boy. Listen, Mickey. listen. We've seen anyone on your Twitter has seen the uh, the gym pictures maybe not your face but you're you're getting pretty ripped so i'm i'm thinking uh you're gonna give kylo a run for his money or Vance or any other those 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 thirst pictures are for charlie only and i just (laughs) display them for everyone else to see oh boy you didn't have to you didn't have to tell it like it is (laughs) it's a silver hair man it does it for me it just scratches the itch I ain't scratching no itches yet. I did with the cheap whiskey did go with the Star Wars. It's a set of two. This is the this is the I know. And the other one says I love you is a set my wife and I got for Christmas a couple years ago. Oh, that's, we, uh, that's sweet. <laughs> that is pretty amazing. Uh, we also have a special guest. First time on this show, but you're kind of making the rounds from the secret friend shows. Uh, we had you on co-op mode. I know you've been on proper uh, Secret Friends proper. Have you been on Code Forty Seven? Or is that I like have not. Last? I have not, and I actually thought you were talking about me as a third time guest in like one week. So right, my third yeah. one in one week. Well, he really, is. Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah, he's a, got. He's got that record. Yeah, he's got that. We've never had anybody who 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 weaselled their way into our hearts so specifically. Yeah, that was that was my Steve. intention. Yes, Steve. Uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. Excellent, excellent. Uh, so let's start. Uh, since we, we don't usually have two people we need to introduce, but since Okairo has already been on the show, we've already gone through your Star Wars origin, all that kind of stuff. I hope people have listened to to your episodes before. Uh, I'm but let's so start sorry. on a little update, man. What's what's new and exciting in your world? Uh, your ever growing uh, YouTube and and Twitter presence. Uh, what's what's new and exciting? Uh, Twitter, I don't think there's anything new about Twitter. It's still a burning hellscape that we're all just trying to survive, so that's fun. Uh, YouTube, I, ironically, not much going on either. I'm just posting videos, talking about Star Wars, same as ever. Mostly a lot of the new upcoming videos I'm going to be are kind of talking about the future of Star Wars, since celebrations around the corner, we're going to be getting a lot of new Star Wars news, so... I don't know. Been diving into that to see where that goes. 
Nice. Uh, what's uh, of the confirmed projects? What's your most anticipated? Confer. Oh, uh, uh, that's a good question. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited for Kenobi, but I kind of know where that ends. This like movie that came out in the '70s spoiled it. Same thing with Andor. This movie that came out in 2016 spoiled it. And Ahsoka, mm-hmm. she's going to live forever, so I don't need to worry about that. So, <laughs> ironically, probably the acolyte because I have no idea what they're going to oh, do with that. It's yes. completely unknown. So, that's actually yeah. my most anticipated project. Absolutely, that one. I, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing where they go with that one. And it's like you said, it, it's it's not only unknown but like unexplored territory as far as like live action goes. Like that time setting, everything is just fully unexplored so that's yeah the first high republic story live action yeah really cool so i'm I'm definitely looking forward to that one uh unconfirmed projects what would you love to to come up what what are your videos been what have your videos been talking about what uh, oh well i got i got a controversial video coming out tomorrow uh it's about why we need a sequel trilogy follow-up story and it's controversial because the sequel trilogy is uh that discussion is just a burning fire in detroit but like we get we got the time I don't <laughs> oh i'm so sorry charlie i oh no not for insulting really, detroit yeah. not for insulting oh. detroit i'm just sorry you you were born there I, i'm sorry oh, about that. I, well i was born in the suburbs but still we always say detroit <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know i would love a follow-up to the sequel trilogy not not because personally i think the trilogy was the best but I do like the actors, I like the characters, and I want to see new things in Star Wars, and a lot of the stuff we're getting is set in the past, and a lot of the older films and shows have already spoiled where everything's going to go, so mm-hmm. I like uncharted territory, show me some new things. Yeah, I'd, I'd love that. A for continuation sure. of any of the, like, Ray, uh, Ray Skywalker, for anyone listening that uh, doesn't understand that. Um, <laughs> Ray, let me repeat myself. Skywalker. There we go. Can you spe- um, can, can you can you spell that? For me? No. <laughs> I will for sure in the show notes. I'll make sure it's called Ray Skywalker. Uh, no, yeah, I I I would love that continuation or or can continue on with with Finn. Obviously, I have a, a pretty special uh, place in my heart for for Finn as a character. I liked him so much when I saw Force Awakens. I decided that's going to be the name of my firstborn kid, and uh, and here we are. So. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you there. I, I want that continued for sure. Whether whether it's, I mean, if they can get the actors and and get something together live action, cool. At this point, I just accept comics or a cartoon or whatever. Just continue it on. Oh, it's Disney. They can get these guys. They already kidnapped Oscar for that Star Cruiser commercial. He wasn't even supposed to be there. He was going to the set of Moon Knight, and Kathy's like, "Hey, hey, Oscar, hey, Oscar, getting this damn Star Cruiser promoter. We're not letting you <laughs> run back." Some money. Here's some money. Come here for some money. That's here's it. Here's a, new, here's a new penthouse. Here's a new penthouse. Here's a new Lamborghini. Come on. Get in there. We're going to kidnap your best friend, Pedro Pascal. We won't let him back on The Mandalorian anymore. We got his voice. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I, I read some asinine thing they were going to recast him. There was a rumor going around or something like that. I was like... How can no, you already, he's in no. he's in the armor though. What are you recasting? Uh, uh, yeah, there's already what two, three stuntmen that kind of take over, and and then yeah, there's hit, three stuntmen. Yeah, come on. Um, all right, well that's that's exciting, man. I, so by the time people listen to this, your your new video is going to be out. So uh, we'll, Tomorrow, we'll tell people yeah. uh, where they can find you and all that kind of stuff at the end of the show. But I want to ask 
Steve a few questions. Mm, yes, Go for please. it. Steve. Yes. What is your Star Wars origin story? How did you get into the Star Wars universe? So back in the 80s, there was this device called the VHS, uh, VCR uh, recorder. My father had one of the biggest, bulkiest ones on the block growing up. And he used to tape uh, every night. This is probably 81, maybe, if I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, the ABC or NBC Sunday night movie and he oh, and, and, you oh, know, yeah. commercials and all. And it would have, you know, we had poltergeist and we had mash and we had star Wars. And in the house that I grew up in, we had our little, you know, 28 inch uh, television and we had that VHS system hooked up to it. And he used to watch that all the time. And thusly, when I was a little kid, I used to watch it all the time. So my very first memories of watching that was with, with that jingle, that ABC Sunday night movie, did it, you know, jingle and all the junk commercials uh, that were along with it. So I probably ate that tape up as well as Poltergeist and all the other ones for a couple of years until um, I actually, I think I skipped if we're going like just through the first original trilogy, I think I skipped, I, I ended up seeing Empire Strikes Back in the same format. And it was only until 83 when, or 84, when Jedi came out that we went to uh, stand in line uh, at a, a small movie theater called the um, Woodland Theater in, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where, where I'm from. The line went out about a half a mile outside all through the parking lot. I remember standing there in the back, but I was probably only, what, seven years old, maybe? Yeah. Uh, yeah, standing with my dad. My younger brother was probably five. And we waited all afternoon to get in to see that movie. Uh, knew it was from Star Wars, but didn't understand what hype was. And that was hype at the time if that many people were out there. And. Right. Uh, the one thing I do remember walking into that movie and watching it, literally halfway through the movie, the uh, the projector got caught and we had the the melted screen and it ate itself. No, and, uh, that, yeah. that, that, that <laughs> happened to my cousin um, when we were kids when he when he was seeing Raiders of the Lost Ark and it was right getting into the 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 end of the, you know getting into the third act when Andy's doing the fight around the plane and Marion's in the cockpit shooting and then the screen melted. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, what are you gonna do? I've never so, experienced that before. Did, did can they fix that while well, you're there, or does it is it like come back tomorrow? When well, no. So we, I remember going back outside and basically staying in the parking lot for about an hour with my bro, uh, brother and father, and then we got to come in and basically see the last half of the movie again. I think it happened wow. during when C3PO was you know pretending to be a god or whatever for the Ewoks, so right. it wasn't in like a critical critical moment but i obviously remember that very well and then just you know as a kid having those those trading cards those tops trading cards charlie probably remembers i don't know how old you oh, are yeah. Zero, but um collecting those in in the summertime and swapping those with friends and getting so excited to you know put your imagination in these singular pictures and then understand you know what this where the scene was in the movie so that was kind of my er original basis for it and then as a um as i might have said in the other podcast i'm a huge movie fan maybe you can see from back here i've got leia back there um and uh, I got my Star Wars trilogy here. I talked about on original Laserdisc. Um, growing up, going through college, love movies. Basically, bought everything I could. I've gone through every single iteration when they re-release when they released them originally on widescreen in the VHS tapes, and then released them the the uh, the uh, effects cuts in the '90s, and then the Laserdisc. So I've I've been a lifelong fan of Star Wars. Awesome, awesome. Uh, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Well, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, are we talking about all nine or are we just talking about the OG? So, yeah, all nine. Um, all I mean, I'm, really I'm going to go, I'm gonna go what everybody says, and uh, that's going to be number five. So it's uh, 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 Empire Strikes Back, of course, in my world. Uh, again, it, uh, it, to me, it represented the, the most cinematic and um, dramatic movies out of the entire 
uh, series, all nine of them, actually. Mm-hmm. But definitely, definitely the first one. I mean, obviously, the, the first one kicked everything off, and it's a fantastic movie in its own right. But the second one, the fifth one, uh, took it to a whole new dramatic edge. And whether or not that was Irving Kirshner coming in and doing his thing and his dramatic background, uh, his edgier darker background or it was the middle part of a perceived trilogy at the time uh it definitely left the most of the imagination and left so many questions that really got you jazzed up obviously to see uh return of the jedi excellent i can i can only imagine that experience for empire like the the thing melting down just as it you know you killed my father no I well, but but truthfully, Mark, I mean that analogous uh, analogous to what you just said. That's what happened to the entire world when that movie ended because right. we had to right. wait for you know two years right. or whatever till it came out. So we kind of yeah. got the real life version of the melting screen with o- with only Starlog magazine to hold you over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to wait a week when when my aunt oh, first oh, introduced me to to those movies. It was she lent me her VHS copies, and but she made me wait a week between them. I can't imagine. I mean, I can. I'm a you know Marvel and Star Wars fan and everything, so I know you know waiting between uh, movies, you know Lord of the Rings and all that kind of stuff. I've had to wait for movies before, so I can't imagine it. But like, I can't. I can't picture that one for for that kind of cliffhanger for Star Wars. You know, my my wait was was a, a excruciating week, but like, holy shit, man! Like waiting well, a couple of years for that—that's that's why I would equate that actually personally more to something like Lord of the Rings when I was in my you know early twenties. As a kid, it was cool, but it was like such a new a novelty in, in movies to to have something that connected and and with characters that were so interesting. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I actually really recognize what it was at the time it was there. It was just like, oh, the movie ended. I wonder what's going to happen. Now I'm going to go play with my Legos for a little while. And <laughs> a year later, your dad goes, hey, the next one's out. And you go, oh, OK. And then when you go to the next one, though, that was that was the kind of the reminded you that put you back in the mode of like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, they lost him. Hey, now we're on this you know desert planet. What do we do? Oh, wait a minute. That's why we're here, because Han and all that. Charlie, what were you? I mean, how did you feel about that? Oh, okay, um, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I was uh, Return of the Jedi. First of all, Empire was the first film I ever saw in the theaters with my dad and my brother, just like you when I was a kid. But yeah, Return of the Jedi was the one that my mom took us out of school at on like a thir- on like a like a Tuesday, and it was That's like ooh. Cool. And I had a narc friend who I told about it, who I think was like was like shopping that shit around the schoolyard. It's like get the fuck out of my face with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, kids are such assholes. Jesus Christ. Remind me how you first saw this trilogy. Like, what was your wait period between between the original that trilogy? Like, yeah. Oh, I'm a generational kid, so like my parents saw it, so I was indoctrinated like around the age of I wanna say three, four, that's when they start sitting us down saying, Okay, this is your religion now, get ready to pray, right. bitch. Right. <laughs> at the so, church uh, at the church of the flannel shirt. The church so you, of the you, flannel you, shirts. Yeah, we, we we've had a few people on, I think, with a similar kind of story. And I think I knew the spoiler before, because like it was just it was Oh, like I didn't. I, I knew nothing. It was like people were just like I am your father. Like you just knew that, like the misquoted line of like Luke, I am your father. Like that was just ingrained in, you know, like it was, it was just like, cause I was born in 84. So it was like, it was just part of the culture. Like I just kind of grew up knowing that. And then whenever, whatever I was like, you know, six or eight or whatever, when I first watched them, like 
I had known that for my whole life of just like Luke, I am your father, and it's like the misquoted thing, but like it was, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. part of the the culture. So, Okara, you you kind of you said you were just blind going into it. I mean, I guess one hundred percent, whatever. Like that's one hundred percently blind. I didn't know anything about Star Wars. It's just here it is. I remember sitting down watching it with uh, my baby sister and my brother and the older siblings. They already saw it and like. You could tell they knew things were going to happen because they would be looking for our reactions. So there's me, three, four years old, drawing like a dump stick, just watching Empire Strikes Back. And for, so- for some reason, that shit kept me enamored, which is weird because I was one of those flagpole-looking ADHD kids. So you think I wouldn't be able to sit still and watch things like Yoda and Dagobah, but there's just me. Eyes glued to the TV, just staring at this little pothead frog trying to teach Luke all these things about the Force. And then there's this big black six foot eight refrigerator saying, "No, I am your father." And I and I'm I'm just there, like four years old, needing a diaper because I'm like, "What the hell is going <laughs> on?" And my parents, because they're cruel, vindictive monsters, they're like, "Okay." Now you're going to wait t- till next month to watch the other one because we only next were month. because that's because they wanted basically they had this thing where like they made everyone wait a time because they wanted like for our minds to get obsessed with it. So we were allowed to watch the movie again, but we weren't allowed to watch the next one till a month. So same thing happened with the New Hope. Same thing happened with Empire. So we just had to wait a month. Just, just a, yeah, a like just crackhead. A, a real cult mythology, like a crackhead. There you go. Exactly. Get that, that, that's it. I was itching. I was itching. I was itching. Like, hey, uh, yeah, 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 You got some of that Star Wars, Mama, 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 Mama. Full Tyrone Biggums. Full Tyrone. Full, that's fantastic. Uh, see, see, yeah. Charlie, this is why you get to come to the cookout. You know who Tyrone Biggums is, and that just like probably flew over so many people's heads. Dude, I, I got it. I know it is. I know See? Chappelle. Back- I know that I know oh, yeah. that show backwards and forwards. I'm an enormous fan of that program. Yeah, y'all got some brown sugar in you. I like that. <laughs> well, we, well, well, we are from the south originally. <laughs> oh man, uh, I'm gonna get us back on track a little bit here and ask Steve, what's your favorite character? Oh, uh, the Ugnots. Such a right. burden, such a burden, people. You know, Holy such a thankless job in there. Right. I know. I that's that's why I said it. Uh, I was trying to think after seeing that question. Uh, no, I mean, what can what can you say? Everybody goes to Han Solo, but I'm going to have to say the same thing just because it was such a you know an obvious uh, for a young a young boy it was such an obvious father figure, figure, friend figure, badass. You know, does his own stuff, doesn't play by the rules, and always on the run from danger. You know, kind of thing that uh, I certainly appeal to me. Um, you know, it's been screwed with so many times over the years, but the Greedo scene is, you know, the way it was is the way it was, and that's the way I will always remember it, and I don't need McClunky and all this dumb shit they've been adding <laughs> into it to, to make it and, better. And, <laughs> and, and McClunky to you. Yes. We, right? um, yeah, we Catholics say that on Easter Sunday. That's, yeah. You know, but just 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 knowing he was always running from danger, and he got roped into this kind of thing. And, and is that going to put Luke in more danger? Is he going to help? What else is going to happen here? That was even before the job scene was put back in. But um, that that just struck. And, and then obviously he had such a callous, you know, semi comedic attitude about everything that he was doing that 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 appealed to me. I think you know, if if I had to sign myself, I am in no shape to be a a, a, a you know. A, not a bounty hunter, but a space cowboy these these days. But uh, if I had to equate myself with a personality type out of all those, it would be the Ugnots 
or or Han Solo. So <laughs> those I the, like that the, combination. The deep, the <laughs> deep, the <laughs> deep and rich cultural heritage of the Ugnats. I would like that to be the next show that is explored and how they there got on the Cloud City. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't fly up there. They, they, well, they were they were enslaved. How else would they have been been there? I I think that Lucas's uh, arts is missing a big opportunity here, and Disney's missing a big opportunity. But no doubt about it. No <laughs> doubt. It's, it's controversial, but it would be worth it. Did you play Jedi Fallen Order? Because I'm getting a little like that, like crusty pilot vibe from uh, oh, what's it? The pilot in that game. K- um, uh, it's uh, oh, I can see his bearded face. It's uh, Kyle Ren or Kyle. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it Kyle Katarn? No, no, no. no. Fallen Order. Fallen Order. The Fallen Order. Order. Fallen Order. Order. Kyle Kestis with... Uh, oh, no. Okay. Yeah, I did play guy. that one, but I don't remember that guy's name. Fella. He's 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 uh, he's crusty like like an Ugnaught, but but kind of that pilot. Uh, oh like yes, yeah. Kind of thing of, of Han Solo. His his story might might uh, talk to you a little <laughs> bit. Uh, if you had force powers, Steve, light side or dark side? Which oh, way? God. Um, as somebody who just played again, I just did go back through the Switch and play um, Knights of the Old Republic again. Mm. And I played it this time as a good guy. The last time I played it, because I had a friend in Chicago, we always went opposite ends when we played a game together so we could compare and contrast notes. I was bad 15 years ago or whenever I played it. This time I played it good, and I did not have as much fun. I had a lot more fun exploiting <laughs> exploiting the game world with my bad powers. Um, not in real life. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to have to go with the same thing I do in every fantasy game that I ever play. I'm, you know, usually get fire, snow, or lightning. I'm always lightning. I just like I, that to me is always the thing. So force lightning for good. If there's a way to actually force lightning for good, start That's electric cars. We've heard this. <laughs> oh, just like what is it with? I think Omar was the first person. Can I be a? Uh, can I have force lightning without being an asshole? Was was uh, Omar's quote? And he had last summer watched the Star Wars movies for the first time. Yeah, ever. yeah, that's right. Then he was out with us right after. I remember. Oh, and, I and that was his fantastic answer. It's visually the most interesting of all of them, all over, uh, although Force Push, which I don't think they really did in the movies as much, but they did mm. in the game. It was always fun to see something get toppled over on its ass. But yeah. <laughs> Force, <laughs> something about Force Lightning, it is, it is satisfying for sure. It's a visually uh, sexy one. I mean, we saw Ray with Force Lightning. She almost thought she thought she killed Chewie, but we saw it. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I had to think right. about that one for a second. Yep. So mm-hmm. we 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 have the the good side force. Like I mean, it, yeah, came out with uh, some almost some. But what yeah. about stun droid though? I mean, that seems like a wildly <laughs> useful power. <laughs> yeah, I, that's one I remember very clearly from the the uh, the Lego games, which we'll talk about in a moment here. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I, actually, that's a good time to to get into that. So, uh, thanks for sh- sharing some some Star Wars origin story. But let's uh, yeah, let's jump into some of the uh, let's loosely call this news and talk about Lego so Star loosely. Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Uh, Okairo, have you been jumping into this one yet? I have not actually played it. I've been seeing people play it, but uh, like the Squidward meme of watching Patrick and SpongeBob run around, I'm just. Looking through a window as everyone else is having fun, and I'm crying myself to sleep <laughs> at night, thinking, "Wow, I wish I could play this game." Oh man! Oh man! That's uh, okay. that. That is sad right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind uh, of really busy these days, and I really right. actually want to play it. And all right, really bad. Uh, yeah, I have definitely not been able to put as much time into it as I would like, but uh, but I have been playing it a bit, obviously a bit more than you, uh, Steve. Have you been playing this at all? 
I have not. And so here's my question. Actually, I've played a whole lot of those uh, the Lego games over the years. Um, and I love them when I played them down the Harry Potter series. And I did a lot of the original Star Wars, whatever mm-hmm. trilogy they were mm-hmm. doing. So I've, I'm obviously aware of this particular one. My question was, because another friend asked me about this other night. He's well in it with his kids. Is I, I, I don't have any kids, and not that it's a kid game. How different is it, would you say, though, from the original ones? I mean, they're really twisting up the, the goof, the antics and all that kind of stuff and changing around? Or is it... You know, I'm obviously they haven't touched on some of the actual movies, but we've right. seen the first six right in Lego yeah. format before. So, yeah. how would you describe? Sell me, is what I'm saying. Well, Charlie, I, would, go for it. <laughs> I would simply say that the the antics uh, it, it's in the same vein. It has the same spirit, the same soul, but it's added more functionality and tricks. Like it's got this great uh, right trigger, left trigger, lightsaber toss. Which mm-hmm. I was just, I was messing with. I got, I've not played it as much as I'd like to either. It, uh, it came in the mail when I was gone for work, and then we came back, and I played it for a couple of days, and then we we're gone for the weekend in Chicago, and now I'm back playing it again. But yeah, lightsaber toss, um, the trigger uh, shooting, you had that you have to hold down and aim and different. So my muscles are reacclimating. Um, yeah. But 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 the functionality is different, even from. The last one, there was the Solo Force Awakens game, which introduced a lot of newer functionality. This is kind of a next step, and it has different menus and, and hints and tricks and stuff that you can do. And I'm just, I, my muscles are uncomfortable so far, but I'm, but I'm getting there. But yeah, it's it's a new experience, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's it plays very fast and loose. I mean, they have the whole level on Hoth where you've got a uh, Han and General Rykin. He's the other playable character. Have to reset a uh, radar dish so you can find Luke in the Wampus Cave. I mean, it's just, it's totally off the wall and not at mm. all along with the plot, but it's it's still fun to ride your Tauntaun and sometimes ride him off a cliff and because you can't <laughs> see where you're going. And I mean, it does it does provide a, kind of a fun experience. But yeah, it's wacky, you know, when when on Cloud City, when the door opens and Vader's standing there and the Han's supposed to pull out his gun and shoot him, he yanks out a banana and Vader grabs it. And then you see from Vader's POV, an apple comes at him and, you know, a, an orange comes at him, you know, so it's just, it's silly. You know, it's 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 silly in the same way that the other games are, but they've added a, a little bit. They've added some space battle stuff for the transition, and there's just, mm. it's good stuff. I'm looking forward to getting more into it. I did the deluxe edition, which came with character packs, which are really irrelevant when you're going through and doing story mode because you don't get them. And I've not done any free play yet because... <laughs> You gotta get. You gotta go through the middle before you go back and explore a little bit. So I'm mm-hmm. still. I still. I finished uh, four and five, and I just started one because you can. You can start at the first chapter of each one of the trilogies. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. So it. Yeah. If I can add a little bit to that, they. To Charlie's point, yeah. There. There are a lot of new mechanics in this. So if you've played. St- Lego games before, you know that humor. This one hasn't changed at all. They've added some stuff to it and, you know, they, they changed some things up. But if you don't like the Lego games, this one's not going to sell you on it. But if you have had fun with the Lego games and that kind of humor before, this one's fully voice acted. It's no longer, I, I can't remember if all of them were like this. Uh, but the Force Awakens so had, uh, the Lego Force Awakens, that one had voice acting. Didn't get yeah, to play yeah, that one either. And it, it was lo- it was looped where this has original voice talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so they've they've yeah re-recorded some things. They've got some great voice actors for some, some okay voice actors. Yes, they're, they're uh, doing they're, impressions. They're, is, is, they're, yeah, their yeah. quiet guy is Sean Connery. I picked that up right yeah, away. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it's uh, mechanically it's it's really new. So the the lightsaber tossing mechanic. Uh, there's 
There's a lot of like, there's a cover system built into this, a lot of new combat. There's mm-hmm. almost RPG elements of like, you can level up different parts of all of the different factions. So you can spend all of your coins leveling up just the Jedi section. Or if you really like the dark side stuff, you can level up their powers or you can have some overall powers that you can level up. So there's there's a, like skill trees and stuff that I haven't mm-hmm. seen in other Lego games before. So it's a, a lot deeper. There's a lot more to explore. There's like free roaming sections, uh, right. that, yeah, the, the hubs, travel which, between yeah. uh, planets and stuff, uh, space battles. Like Charlie said, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot more to this game than there has been in the other ones. It's almost like they completely rewrote the Lego engine for mm-hmm. this game. So it's, that's why uh, it, it only impressive. took eighty years for this game to come out. I mean, it was delayed. It's it was announced three or four years ago. So they really yeah. did get, you know, and every time I would bitch about it, I actually would be like, Oh, it's going to be great though. It's going to be great. It, it's pretty great. And you know, it's here now. So it doesn't really matter. Well, I'm sold. I'm going to go get it. I mean, it's nice to hear that actually, cause I played the Harry Potters and Indiana Jones, the original yeah. star Wars, all yeah. the Jurassic parks, all that kind of stuff. And, and, and you get a little weird out, worn out on them because right. it's same, it's all, yeah. And shit. It, yeah. So that's nice to hear that they're at, I mean, yes, they're iter- iterating and making something more interesting for, at its at its core, it's still going to be a, a Lego game. You're still going to be collecting bricks, and you're still going to be collecting bits, and and you're still going to be doing similar things to what you've right. done in in other Lego games. You're going to be building. You're going to be figuring out what you have to knock down to rebuild it into something else. Like those kind of standard Lego mechanics are fairly similar to what they have been in the past. But there's a whole lot of new meat wrapped around very familiar bones. Hmm. Meat wrapped around Lego bones. Got Lego it. Bones. Yeah. Lego we'll, bones. Uh, we'll have an episode, I think, in a little while talking about more of a deep dive into this game. So we'll we'll, yes, yes, yes. we'll wait. We'll play it. We'll make sure we have every nook and cranny explored and every single bit collected. And then we'll come back and have a, a full discussion. I'm sure we'll be talking about it on co-op mode as well. So we'll cover this game a little bit more. But for right now, let's move on to uh, some exciting news. For me anyway, Peter Ramsey is coming <clears throat> I love that. to Ahsoka. Akiro, yeah. you want to jump on this one? Oh, I want to jump on it like a... I can't swear too much. I love Peter <laughs> Ramsey. I love Peter Ramsey. I love Peter Ramsey. I've loved him so, since Rise of the Guardians. I loved him in the Spider Verse. Oh. He's making a new movie out that I'm gonna simp for. That I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say a really hot take here. Give her. I've never been the biggest fan of Dave Filoni. When it, ironically, when it's come to animated Star Wars, like I've seen a lot of animated things. I'm just like it's good, but like I've seen animated directors who can do more. Mm. And Peter Ramsey, that. that he he slaps you. You say thank you. It's not like a Chris. <laughs> it's not like a Chris Rock Will Smith situation. He slaps you. You really Ooh, say thank shit. you. Oh, I did, I just increased the views by like ten percent. I said Will Smith. That's good. Yeah, no, there you Hashtag you. Hashtag controversy. But seriously, he is he is so good, and I'm gonna. I I'm more excited for his episode than anything other than anyone doing the Ahsoka show right now. I'm a big yeah. sim for Peter Ramsey. Just a big sim. Yeah. And so he's he's tapped to direct at least one episode. Every report I've read said at least one. So he could be in he could be more involved. He could just come in and do one and done, but I'm I'm hoping, yeah, maybe he's he's overseeing a couple, maybe we do him produce producing storyboarding his his background really before he started directing uh was storyboarding. So 
we could really see him kind of more involved in this show. And I, I hope they get him as involved as they possibly can. Uh, for anyone that doesn't recognize him, he's a co-director of uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. He, he is the, I believe, first... Uh, I don't want to get this wrong. So I, I think... Hold on, I'm trying to... Uh, first black filmmaker ever to bring home the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. Um, for again, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. Um, like I said, he's done storyboarding for fight club, men in black, mortal Kombat. Uh, he, yeah, he's, he's breaking into the directing scene. Like, uh, like Akara said, he's, he's got some more stuff coming up. Um, yeah, this is exciting. This one's really cool. Rock and roll. Good deal. Yeah. And filming starts this month for Ahsoka. Oh shit. We hot stuff. So for anyone, anyone on Star Wars Twitter or going around Star Wars social media, (laughs) you've probably seen some leaks of a certain um, Sith (laughs) spiky headed uh, dual blading lightsaber person uh, potentially on set for Ahsoka. I'm taking those images with a grain of salt because they haven't started filming the damn show yet. So I'm, <laughs> it'd be cool if, if, uh, Oh no, no, that's actually a fan film. Someone actually, uh, Oh, is it really? It down. Yeah. It's a fan film. Uh, they found their Instagram. It's, uh, well, actually I can tell you the, Oh, no, that's, it's so deep into that. I got a group. I got, I'm a, I have a group chat. We talk star Wars and oh, okay. it's like 900 messages in. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a fan film. A good All fan right. film, but uh, yeah, it's a fan film they're working on. Good enough. Okay, so I'm glad that was debunked live. Star like, Wars. I, I, I just kind of like, I saw that and I was like, they haven't dude. started filming this. What is this? Uh, like Photoshop or some weird, like, you know, cosplay in the desert kind of looking stuff. But uh, so, okay, fan film. That's cool. I'll have to look that up. And, yeah, and, I just sent it to you on uh, Twitter. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. You in- um, that's that's great. So, uh, any other exciting news in the land of Star Wars you guys want to cover before we move on? Ah, uh, there's this little thing coming up next month that, uh, according to all reports, we're gonna have a lot of big information and announcements coming. Yep. Uh, Star Wars celebration. Any of you guys go on? I am not. No. Not here. No. I, I, I priced it out. And and it pri- and, and, and it priced you off. Well, I am, uh, yeah. I am yeah. certain we will donate uh, a, a large chunk, if not most of an episode, of talking about what rolls out of that uh, after May the that May the fourth. I assume I, I wasn't even looking at the calendar, but something tells me it could be right around May the fourth that it's happening. Is that correct? Uh no, it's happening at the end of no, May. I think like later. a what twenty six. What a rip! Right, at, same, right, it starts the same day as uh, as Kenobi starts. Oh, so the twenty seventh. Okay, yeah. all right. Oh no, no, they, they moved Kenobi back two days. Remember? Yeah, they pushed it no, back by that, two days. No, they, they pushed push, it forward by two days. Yeah, they delayed oh, it by two days. I thought they pushed it back, then pushed it forward again. It's like, come on. Oh my god. No, I think it's it is the twenty seventh. That's the Friday. So I think oh, okay. celebration wow. starts that Friday or maybe Thursday. To the 20... It's either the 26th, 27th, somewhere in there. Oh, yeah, okay. it starts the twenty sixth and uh then Kenobi happens two days later. We, 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 we might have to roll out a special. Yeah. There's too much news. Oh my gosh. Uh my my most anticipated thing, I'm hoping Jedi Fallen Order two. I've heard some rumors that that's gonna be announced at celebration. Right. That would just that like 
please bring back my wife. I'm done. Whatever else they announce, man. Bring right. back my wife, Trilla. I, I, I miss you, baby. Come back. Yes. Aw. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, fellas, let's move on and talk about the the subject really of this show 35 minutes in let's let's get to the the main yes. topic i suppose yes we're, we're, uh, we're, we're working hard at dancing around exactly exactly but we're here to talk about empire strikes back we've already talked about this a little bit and talking about our favorite movies and all that kind of stuff at the start so i think anyone listening to a star wars podcast especially 35 36 minutes in is going to be familiar with the you know empire strikes back but if you're new to star wars and we're your first jump in uh charlie you want to give us a very quick summary about this film and and why it's important i would love to and i'll do what i did last time i'm gonna read the crawl assuming that it's assuming that it's in here somewhere Oh, it is a dark time for the Rebellion. Although the Death Star has been destroyed, Imperial troops have driven the Rebel forces from their hidden base and pursued them across the galaxy. Evading the dreaded Imperial Starfleet, a group of freedom fighters led by Luke Skywalker, which is not true, uh, has yeah. established a... <laughs> Sorry, just, just, yeah, it's a little, too, that much, it's a little too, too much gloss on that one. Uh, has established a new secret base on the remote ice world of Hoth. The evil Lord Vader, obsessed with finding the young Skywalker, has dispatched thousands of probe droids into the far reaches of space. Dot, 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 extra fucking dot. There you go. <laughs> Love those extra dots. Those I extra like dots. the fucking dot too. I can't yeah. believe they put that. Well, I, can't believe they, I can't believe they put that in theaters in like the eighties. Fucking they dot. did. They, well, uh, I mean, you know, they, they can get it. Wiki- it was still G rated. You could throw one fuck in there. I mean, no, it's not. That's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this was uh, this was the you know what happens when you have a hugely successful film uh, that's all you know. Bright and show. Ooh, oh, gee, golly, where's Luke Skywalker? And then uh, what happens after that? Well, they, if you know, in particular, you follow the chronology of the Marvel comics, they spent three years pretty much getting their ass kicked, and then they ended up on Hoth. So it's like, boo, they're already starting on a down note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is three years after A New Hope. Uh, if you know, because you don't really get too much of a sense of timeline in a lot of the Star Wars films, especially in this one. Uh, there's there's that kind of I'll say montage section of Luke training, and it seems like he's training with Yoda for like a couple of days, but he's supposed to be there for a number of months, and. Then at the same time, it's kind of cutting into Han and Leia in Cloud City, and it seems like they're only there for a couple of days, and they are maybe there for a couple of days. I was reading an interesting theory about that, where uh, like Dagobah, the time passes differently or something like that. So like wow. where Luke is there, it <laughs> seems like it's a couple of months for him, but on on Cloud City or something because they're you know, floating above a planet or something, time passes differently there as well. So it's only like a, a, a matter of days or weeks or something like that. Long story short, <laughs> people make up weird physics uh, questions and uh, hypotheses. Yeah, uh, I mean, even as, scientific you, term. even as you're um, reading through this summary, it it refers to days later, the next day, this and that. So right. it doesn't necessarily, yeah, so it, it's just, it's very fuzzy. 
Because mm-hmm. again, we're watching a movie for two hours and nobody ever changes their clothes except for Leia. So, mm-hmm. or takes a shower or goes to the bathroom. So there's really nothing to mark the passage of time in any fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, it's in space. So, you know, uh, you know, relativistic speeds, this thing and that thing. Time passes differently. Why not? Yeah. Go ahead. That's a, that's a weird inception kind of reach to, to me, at least on the old multi passages of time that uh, is is, uh, is going there. I don't know. I just I, like when you were reading that crawl again, and I'm not watching the movie. It was making me think of the fact that it, when when you're all of a sudden on Hoth, it opens up your imagination to what the hell did happen to all this back mm. there. And you right. guys are more you're, you're way more in depth than I am. And I am a Star Wars fan, and I am I played all the video games. I am not super deep into the comics or any of the books or anything like that. So even you just saying that for a second, I was like, oh, that happened then. But I've spent the last 35, 40 years going, what has happened then? But it didn't necessarily it didn't necessarily matter, though, because it was just lost in the annals of the imagination. And as far as like the time and the ellipses passing through the movie of whether who was on you know, how long you always figured Luke was on Dagobah a lot longer than just two or three days, because that would be right. a really worthless kind of training thing. But I never, I don't know, I, you know, you're talking about now, but I never saw it as Luke was down there. And then at the exact same time, Luke and Leia were up here. I don't know what they were getting breakfast or something for the two months. <laughs> I don't know. They were, they, yeah, it just, right. you know, it just cuts around. As a ca- more casual observer, it didn't, uh, it didn't seem to, you know, it certainly doesn't detract from, from how the movies are playing out or most movies. Cause obviously you watch most movies and there are time ellipses all over the place that just cutting out kind of the fat, but right. hearing you guys say that kind of stuff. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners have that it is, it, it fires off the imagination a lot to, to know that the canonical material that, uh, elaborates on that is out there. Okara, you've been building on this one since you said you were three, four years old. Uh, oh, yeah. What What has your brain filled in for those kind of questions? Where what happened in between the, you know, the episode four and this one? What you know? What What do you consider the the correct passage of time? What's What What are your favorite theories on this one? Well, I got really lucky growing up because I was able to read lots of legend stuff between A New Hope and Empire, and then. You know, Disney came over, they did their own stories, but so I never really wondered what happened between there, but my personal headcanon, I always said like two. The first headcanon was, no, it was just a couple days it was on Dagobah, but since he never had force training, you would always helping like awaken things that were always mm-hmm. inside mm. of him. So the it was like force awakens. Huh? <laughs> wow, Charlie. That was good. <laughs> You're welcome. It's, uh, that's what I do. The dad jokes are starting to hit pretty good. I think it's time I start having kids. Oh, there we well, go. <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to find a random person. It doesn't have to be okay, like someone I love. That's how it works. That's fine. Okay, that's okay. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> so that was, that was one. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't really. Uh, I just thought he was on Digabova for a couple days, and like I always just had Kenna that he was self training himself. Like, mm. whatever time skip it was, he was just training, whacking the stick around. Because you see him when he gets kidnapped by uh, Wookiee's cousin, White Chewbacca, and like he's in the cave and he force calls the lightsaber. So, I'm like, okay, Luke's, Luke's got <laughs> some skills. Like, Obino Chewie was about to eat him, but he managed to cut his arm off. Yeah, I call that one white Chewie, and I call uh, Albino Black, Chewie, and I call Black Chrysanthemum Wakanda Chewbacca. <laughs> that is my new favorite. I like I my, love that. My second day was like kind of like uh, after I watched the movie Interstellar, and like they're talking about all these planet physics. Like, oh yeah, like 
one day here is like years outside. So I thought it was kind of like the reverse. Like right. a couple days in space was maybe like a couple months on Dagobah. But right. he was still getting the thing is though, everyone talks about how little training Luke got. When he met Vader, he was getting that ass banked like it was nap time. Vader is just he's toying with him. Yeah. He's taking his lightsaber out. He's taking his uh, his hand away. He saw he's what... All, he's all, he always does stuff one-handed. He's like, meh, meh, meh. He might as well be yeah. going. Well, yeah, like Luke is yeah. winging with everything he's got. Swinging he's like, wildly. Yeah, yeah, he's winging. He's sweating. He's panting. Vader's like, <laughs> I saw what you did on Hoth. I'm going to beat you, boy. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter to him. He beat yeah. me, beat me like he didn't know me. <laughs> he, he beat him like that was his son, and it turns out it was. Oh, lordy. <laughs> let's, let's talk about some of our favorite characters specific to this movie. Okairo, who, who in this movie stands out to you? Oh, Lando. Lando, of course. You Hell just got yeah. this smooth player walking up kissing Han's girl on the hand he's got a <laughs> cape he's running this cloud in the skies and I was actually I was actually really impressed with his character because there's a little nuanced thing that oh he didn't betray Han because he's a dick he betrayed Han because hey my people or this smuggler I haven't seen in a couple of years yeah I'm gonna choose my people mm-hmm. but in the end he still you know he goes to help them he helps Leia break out he promises hey we will find Han Ham salad. There is quick uh, sidebar, uh, Mark. I don't know. You've not yet getting to the uh, the original trilogy in the in the Lego game, but no. there is a great Lando cape reveal on Cloud City that will send extra. Because I know Todd's playing too. His favorite jokes are about Lando and his capes. There's a very satisfactory Lando cape Easter egg uh, in the Cloud City uh, lightsaber duel. So I'm just going to put that out there. I forget which episode it was, but I, I I still stick with it that I would watch like a Project Runway or some kind of show with Lando's uh, wardrobe. Like yes. the capes, the sidekick. Just give it <laughs> you, to me. Just you, 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 know it would, you know it would deliver. Yes, you do. I would, I would watch that on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Steve, what about you? Oh, Lobot. Again, just one of these subservient freaking, you know, Cloud City people. Or it, mm-hmm. You got to do something. I want to know how they got there and what the hierarchy of uh, labor, whatever, you know, you, you call it up there. That's a lie. I'm just trying to think of the most random, obscure stuff that makes it look like I know more <laughs> than I'm talking about. Um, I'm going with Yoda. And I'm going to go because, obviously, uh, not only was the characterization written in a fantastic and different kind of way, but the execution uh, was something that nobody had ever seen before. And I'm not the first person, obviously, to say that. Mm-hmm. I find it hard to believe anybody can actually watch that movie and not think you're looking at a real being. Like in, right. And even more so than when you're watching other Jim Henson kind of things. There's just such nuance and such goofy mannerisms to him and, mm-hmm. and how he... It, his ears wiggle and just the, the furrowed brow and all that, that as a kid was absolutely captivating. I totally right. could believe that that thing was there. And I mean, obviously they've never been able to re- replicate that even in the new movies when they went or when they tried it digital and then they went back to puppet, I think for that, yeah, puppet, that puppet was God awful. Oh my God. Yeah, it was terrible. I would have taken a hybrid cross between Kermit and big bird before I took that puppet. <laughs> they put in episode one. Fuck that. Oh, yeah, I was talking was, about the Last Jedi. No, Luke I'm talking like, about the Last Jedi. The that last one was. Yeah. <laughs> Luke was oh, oh, oh. Luke was very calm. Like you have this creepy looking 
dried up looking Yoda. He's like, Master Yoda, oh my god, Yoda, what the fuck happened to you? The force has been weird. I've been like my ultra father. He he, he killed some kids. What the fuck? Why did you redeem him, Master Luke? He was having some of that Dagobah wacky weed. He was tripped out. He was laughing and kicking his feet. It's like I was saying, he's kicking his feet oh up, and his <laughs> mannerisms were like somebody who was trying to emulate what Frank Oz was doing. But right. was it Frank? Was Frank doing this again for that one? Yeah, I think he was actually. Yeah, yeah. Frank oh, did the back, boy, man. but the writing is all. Okay, but the writing was terrible, and it's like an old man. It's like when you watch an old band, and I love bands, but when you're watching some older bands like Aerosmith try to get up there and dance mm-hmm. like they used to thirty years ago, it's just not the same thing, man. Your sensibilities right. are different your moves and your body don't work the same way and they right. were just trying to emulate things it just didn't feel genuine in that movie like that original one did so i mean my most, in, sure. i was gonna say my most unpopular opinion about yoda it's a little tangent but like lucas did take the, i know it's a prequel so it's like oh yoda changed as he was you know in the swamp going crazy but i think a lot of, i think a lot of people forget though like he was only crazy when he first met Luke, and then after that, he became calm and serious. So that <laughs> he, was, he was he was doing shtick. He was he was doing shtick. Yeah. He dropped it, and then like Ryan's like, "Oh no, it's, it's right. Let's do this whole thing again." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, we can." But what, could that possibly be? I mean, to me, that 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 was just like the evolution of the writing, evolution of I know Lucas knew what he wanted to do all the way through there, but to, to set up an interesting character who's been like Ben was living as a hermit who has to do the crate dragon yeah. or whatever noise yeah, right. you gotta you gotta be a little eccentric to to start off your character as interesting and then kind of calm it down because yeah right in jedi he was very mentally and calm and quiet he was also oh, being a, die, but maybe an empire though like he he's crazy at the beginning of empire but all his lessons because i just watched empire when uh this beautiful canadian mark over here told me oh yeah we're gonna be talking about like okay let me brush up on it after he says after he introduces himself as yoda the rest is all serious. He's like, luminous mm. beings are we. <laughs> you're all, your flesh, your nice and squishy, fleshy, bony, he's getting, all, he's getting all Bill Shakespeare on this shit. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, what you didn't see is a deleted scene that's uh, surprisingly only on one version of... Uh, of a laser disc, probably not the ones that Steve has. I think it might have been actually, uh, <laughs> but it's actually after he beats R two D two with a yep. stick, he uh, smokes some electric lettuce, and that's what calms him right down. That so, wasn't uh, on my desk. Like, you're right. Have, right, your, yeah. have, have your medicine, little buddy. Have your medicine. But, it's okay. I go to a very serious yeah. perspective, so I'm like, wait, what the hell did you do, George? I was, right. I was about to start googling. Like, wait, George, did you actually have Yoda pull out a do? That, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But no, he, that's right. I, Everything is green on Dagobah. That there you go. Nice. I, I think he was reminded of his past life because something came there that was from that that felt like it was from that, and that kind of didn't trip. He was playing a character. Don't you ever walk into a bar and when you meet somebody, you kind of front a little different than you do ten minutes later after you meet him. I think he kind of was reminded of his last life, and that's why he kind of all right simmered down. Hey, I remember this. This was a lot better than the swamp. So. Yeah, right. How long was Yoda there for the uninitiated like me to build this little hut and 20, become friend? Twenty-five years by himself, pretty much. Yeah, about, yeah. So, at this point, yeah, twenty. So not very long in his lifespan. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, not at all. So how? Probably, okay, how then in the in Star Wars one, the the original one, when they originally had the puppet where he looked like he was like a twelve-year-old Yoda? If he's yeah. supposed to be nine hundred years old, and there's only thirty years somehow in the original prequels. 
how did he, it, he how old the hell was he before he went to Dagobah? I've got one word for you, Botox. Think okay, fair enough, but there you go. He did. <laughs> no, because he is, yeah, you know, the, the Yoda species lives eight or nine hundred years, but again, the span of time that we saw him was only like 25 years, so yeah, it doesn't he seem aged like, a lot. Yeah, I mean, well, think about think about how you and McGregor become Sir Alec Guinness in the space of 19 years. No, it's 10 now, 10, 10. And Kenobi, and yeah. Kenobi, he's sexy. Yeah. He, we still get sexy Ewan for Kenobi. So in 10 years, <laughs> right. he goes from right. but, 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 Ewan but, McGregor but, to old Alec. By the time of Rebels, uh, which is a you know a year or so before uh, uh, episode four, he's Alec. So something really bad happens to him that you know he must get he got the gray hair stress. That's what it was. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he got maybe he got married, divorced, and then married uh, and divorced. Yeah, child support and you know all this. Yeah, having to deal with custody issues. And I'm just saying that's that. <laughs> Very I think lovely. it was I think it was Luke's puberty. Luke went through puberty and he had to deal. <laughs> he he survived one horny Skywalker talking to Padme. Right. He couldn't survive horny Luke. Luke was just Luke. <laughs> Luke, like, Luke is Luke. a hill, Luke is a hillbilly. Luke was taking girls down to Tashi Station and hooking up power converters. And you just have old been there. Luke, please use a condom. We cannot have oh, more geez. Skywalkers running around. Oh my god! Yeah, I ain't got that much time. Uh, oh I've seen god. what your family does to children. Oh um, shit! Especially <laughs> with the lightsaber that he's going to give. Uh, Jesus, uh, let's let's circle back for a second. I want to talk about some favorite scenes. Dagobah seems to be maybe a, a hot point. Steve, any other favorite scenes? Uh, Jump out at you in this. I, I, I mean, everybody's going to probably say the "No, I'm your father" scene, but I'm mm. I'm the Hoth battle man. That is the that I, I when you guys said let's come on and talk about this, I immediately threw it into into my theater and watched the Hoth battle again because one that is cinematically is a fascinating and, and well executed action scene, but two is a oh. is a lover of movies and a person who follows special effects and does mm-hmm. you know animation mm-hmm. and video work. Uh, remembering that and continued. I still watch the behind the scenes on those movies as much as I watch the movies. It's lame, but just the stop motion and Phil Tippett and that whole world and Dennis Beard mm-hmm. and figuring all that kind of stuff out and just the care and construction and craft that they put into making that happen. Mm-hmm. And then when they went back in and fixed it, which, you know, empire was like the least screwed with movie when they kind of went back and did the yeah. new versions, right. uh, they didn't really tamper with it. They just cleaned up the obvious things they could not do at the time. They didn't make it better. They just cleaned up like what they could do at the time. Um, I, I am curious as a slight de- is a slight detail that I'm sure you guys are know between the two. I was always fascinated by like the extra bits of dialogue they cut in and the, or they cut out over the different versions over the years. Like Luke says, "This is it." In, in uh, right before he gets shot down in the Hoth battle, he, he's here. Let's go, ready? This is it, which was not in the original movies. They put mm-hmm. it back in that one, and I think they cut it out again for like the re-release on Blu-ray. But um, that's like that's like Luke's uh, really pansy scream when he falls off. Oh the yeah, other yeah, game. yeah. And, and the special editions, he's like, Aah! and everybody said, "God, it sounds like a, well, sounds just, like a total twelve-year-old girl." Cut it. But it un- it undercuts his character. I mean, it completely right. takes away from the badassery of his choice to fall off that and either... Right. I don't know if he knew he was going to die or not, or he knew he was going to be saved. I doubt he thought he was going to be saved, but his choice just to say, I'm going to go, right? right? Do you think he decided to do that because he knew he was going to be safe landing, or he just wanted to suicide off that because of... Right. Uh, Peace out. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. That's a pretty lucky thing to get sucked into that shaft I right guess. above. Where- <laughs> 
lucky thing to get sucked into that shaft. That's what she said. Right. But it's, it, it, it would have been only worse if he would have <laughs> gone Wee! while he was going down. Anyway, what wow. uh, favorite scenes of Cairo? Uh, the ending. The ending is my yeah. personal favorite. I, I've got like two favorite endings. One is three. One is Return, of course. You know, Victor Celebration. Then you get Revenge of the Sith. You know, everything's hopeless, but Empire. But Empire is just that is the biggest balls I've ever had. I've seen Star Wars have, and everyone's been trying to copy it. Every franchise, mm-hmm. this is next Empire. Star Wars itself, Lost Jedi is the next Empire, but there is so much confidence. Confidence in okay, we're gonna mutilate our hero, take his hand, break his world. Just tell him that his dad was not actually a hero like he thought he was. Uh, Ben Kenobi, nope, lied to him, lied to him for years. Han Solo's gone, Leia's heartbroken. It's the just the biggest ballsy ending I've ever seen in Star Wars, and mm. it ends in this weird bittersweet because it's not even hopeful. It's like you don't know if they're ever gonna get they're gonna win again. It's just pure bitter, just bitter. It's a downer ending, just all around depressing. But Luke is still there for Leia, and he's not gonna give up because doesn't give up. Yep, <laughs> love it. Uh, Charlie, favorite scene. I am particularly kind of, you know, I talked in episode four about how I love the, 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 the swell of John Williams score is Luke looks out over the twin sun setting and thinking about the future, you know, where I, I, I love the, um, the, the scene in the uh, carbon freezing chamber where, uh, you know, Leia and Han, you know, put their, put their cards on the table. I love you. I know. Like he's always known because mm-hmm. Everybody on this call, in one way or the other, <laughs> I come bearing a cat, uh, has has dealt with love, whether true love or not true love, or the, the preponderance of something in between. And when you know, you know. And the two of them had been sparring for the three years that they'd known each other, but had clearly always been in love. Mm. And he didn't he didn't need to say it because it was understood. And I really like that. The older that I get understanding love the way that I do. I, I thought that that was cool. It was very non-Star Wars, but it was very, it was, it was, a, it was a very fine, personal, emotional moment. I liked it. Can I jump in real quick, Charlie? Now knowing, and, and I, I, I'm sure you probably do, but that was an ad lib. And do you sure, think that was his, I mean, everybody, it was that is that was Harrison Ford knew his character better than the writing and, and decided that, yes, I'm going to go that way. And then that's, that's what I'm going to say because because he was supposed to say I love you, right? And right, uh, sure. I love you too, or whatever. Um, is that I mean? Do you feel that Harrison? Because actors do that all the time. They ad lib things that they think are better than the the writing style because how they With, played it. Without a doubt, I mean, even Harrison has acknowledged uh, Han Solo as the smartass as far as the character. So you'd expect him to to say that, but there was something underneath it, not him just being like, "Yeah, guy, I got her right where I want her." Well, he doesn't have yeah. her right where he want her. He's about <laughs> ready to get flash frozen at, like a goddamn fish stick, and he never knows if he's going to come out of it again. So, mm-hmm. uh, so this was him with you know kind of his balls hanging out. Time to tell the truth, and he did. Yeah. And I really I thought it was a great yeah. moment. No, it- and he. He says it without saying it, which is I, I think shows the strength of of how well he knows the character, but also it, the strength of his acting. And because you can tell that 
he's feeling conflicted. Like he wants to just be like, I love you too. But instead he, it comes out as I know because of everything that Han's been through and he's still trying to be strong and whatever, but he is very vulnerable at that point. So the, the subtext of, I know is like, I love you too. I'm super scared. Shit. Like yeah. this could be goodbye. Uh, but he says all of that within this cool little, I know mm-hmm. that I think just defines his character so, so well. And uh, the the first time you see that, you understand every single thing that he means underneath the surface, but it comes out as I know. And when you see it, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it, like that. That's that's the beauty of that one line. Uh, it's it's just perfect. Um, one one scene that always stood out to me, just because you no one else has said it, and I love the scenes you guys have mentioned already. But the uh, the weird underground training where Luke goes under the the uh, the tree or whatever and and, mm-hmm. and you know fights Vader and he's fighting himself that always tripped me out as a kid totally. that one was just always like what is this movie doing yeah uh, crazy. <laughs> well psychologically did you realize he was fighting himself as a seven-year-old I don't know what age y'all you know no, watching no, but no, was, I had no, no idea that what the hell is this face no. doing inside this mask as a kid yeah right how did, it, how did, how did that get years. there yeah <laughs> But I just roll with it. Okay. Yep. 100%. It was just like, okay, cool. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's, he's scared of himself. Like, it, it, maybe kind of understood a tiny bit of it, but not like anywhere close to what I should. Uh, so before we wrap this up, I want to know, I think this is pretty high on everyone's list. Uh, Okairo, you said this is your, your favorite film in the series. Where does this rank and, and how important is this to the overall Star Wars saga? It's funny. I kind of flip flop because. Sometimes my favorite film isn't the film I think is the best, but in terms of what is, what is the best, it's Empire. Just hands down, everything the franchise is, it doesn't matter if you don't like it, everything the franchise is and what it has expanded upon, it's from Empire. The family, Empire. Who Vader is, Empire. The light and the dark side conflict, Empire. Everything yeah. is Empire. Everything, the films I've been taking from and expanding, it all started with that film. If anything, Empire is, to me, kind of the actual start of Star Wars, while A New Hope, it's kind of got more in common with George's American Graffiti. If you watch the films back to back, that one's more of a coming of age, coming of age adventure story, while Empire, Empire is like the soap opera that the story expanded mm. into. Mm-hmm. The space opera. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah. yeah. Space opera. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I'm, in the, I'm in the same place. I, I've always uh, said that this is number one for me. Uh, maybe it's because it's the first film that I ever saw in the theater. And the, the only things that I remember about seeing it is that instead of previews uh, on the screen was an out of focus white, white picket fence. And my dad and my brother and I played rock, paper, scissors because there was nothing else to do. Uh, and I remember absolutely nothing else. And then we had it on a VHS copy that was a dub that the first 15 minutes of it were fuzzed out. I've told the story before. Um, so it was a fractured experience for me, but still will always will always be number one. Because, again, it's life. You're on the run. You don't know what's up. Uh, life packs in unpleasant surprises. You find love. And then she moves to France. You know, I mean, it's just like it's a series of down notes like Kevin Smith wrote in clerks. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is a series of down notes. There's, there's your episode title. Kevin Smith may or may not sue us. I have no idea. (laughs) Steve, uh, what about you? Uh, five, four, six, three, one, two. That's my order of the, uh, the movies. Uh, and I think, I mean, the, 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 
I am your father line encapsulates everything you guys already said. So uh, that one line there encapsulates everything Star Wars is about on the original mm. trilogy there. Uh, the pursuit of knowing who your lineage is, figuring that out, and the story of where your lineage came from, and just the whole familial... It's a family story. And that's what they were trying to capture with the new, the new trilogy to some effect but uh i mean that that to me encapsulates the entire the entire thing best cinematic certainly best executed uh cinematic movie uh as far as a dramatic interpretation um and yeah i yeah it's just a say wonderful linchpin for the entire entire star wars collection i think of everything Mm, for sure this uh this movie always to me, defined how much better my brother's taste in movies is than mine. Uh, my brother is two and a half years younger than me, and this one was always his favorite. Even when we were kids, this one was his favorite, whereas I was uh, always a Return of the Jedi guy. Mm-hmm. And I liked the green lightsaber, that opening sequence, Luke all in his black suit doing the flippity flips and the explosions and this and that, little Ewoks like fighting the you know big stormtroopers and everything else. Uh, that one for, for me as a kid was like, this is peak cinema right here. There's a teddy bear fighting a stormtrooper. They just knocked out the walker with a stick. <laughs> And a couple of logs like this is this is peak entertainment. And my brother was like, nope, Empire's a better movie. And he's right. And he has been right forever. I'm like, you know, I will watch like, like I said, my, my Marvel movies and everything else. And my brother likes good movies. Not to say the Marvel movies aren't good, but like. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Martin Scorsese agrees a- with you. Martin Scorsese is like, yeah, oh, that says yeah. It all. keep talking, keep talking. I they're, like they're this. Great. No, they're, they're, they're fantastic movies and they're, they're very entertaining and you can, you can look deeper in them, but like, I'll have like a stupid popcorn movie is one of my favorite ones that is just like mindless entertainment or like, you know, slightly layered entertainment. My brother will like watch some cinematic masterpiece and be like, no, 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 you got to watch this thing. You dumbass. Uh, and this is, this is always just since we've been kids, he's, he's like this one and has been like, no, 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 it's a better movie. Like watch it and stop being a dumbass. And like, this is, it is one of the best cinematic star Wars movies and, 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 uh, sets up so much of the universe. You guys are right on. So, uh, empire strikes back is, is amazing. Yeah. So that's, that's it. Amazing. It's been decided. There it is. Everybody. It's done. We've solved it. It's <laughs> game, o- game over, man. Okay, there's no more Thank Star Wars then. We've de- we've decided Star Wars is now canceled. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's over. It's it, can, it can do can, no uh, more. It can be none more black. Yeah. Pasta. Uh, no more black. Oh, okay, over. guys, you heard Charlie. No more black. I'm sorry. Oh uh, no, no, hold on. I, <laughs> I gotta leave. I gotta leave forever. No, no, come on. Now Steve knows uh, what uh, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, t- I'm taking all the people with me. No more grits. No more soul food. Uh. Oh boy! <laughs> Just leave the soul food. I, oh, I I am not on board with any of this. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're taking Mark too. We're taking Mark. Mark, Mark, gonna... Mark. Mark gets the cookout advice. We're taking me him either. Too. Me either. I'm it cool. was absolutely a quote from Spinal Tap that has nothing to do with race. <laughs> and thank you very much. And I am leaving. Uh, Charlie's Charlie's canceling himself now. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining. This is a, this was a busy episode. I wasn't, you know, it was four four people. Uh, it can be tough for everyone to get their say. So I hope you guys had a good time. But Mark, absolutely. there was one thing that you forgot to say. It has to do with a certain affiliate. 
Oh, level up, uh, level up lightsabers. Uh, lightsaber guaranteed better than a stick. If you go on leveluplightsaber.com, I get a little kickback. So the uh, link is in the show notes. Beauty. Um, Wait, I'm, I'm going to go in there. I want a lightsaber. I'm going yeah, me too. Yeah. All right, look at that. Yes, we got two, two people um, going already. There you go. go. I, uh, I just saw, he, he just built a new thing that I, I really want to order. It's like a pirate lightsaber. So it's a lightsaber with a guard on it. And uh, the, the flat uh, kind of looks like the dark saber blade, only it's got like a cool curve to it. It looks like a pirate sword. Um, it's just wild. I, I need to order that one uh, for myself. But uh, enough about me. Fellas, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Steve, I know you're not super busy on the internet, but if uh, if people wanted to find you, do you want them to find you? And where where can probably, probably not? I guess no. I'm very selective. Uh, no, I mean uh, I, no. I, mean, <laughs> I wish I had a bunch of handles and stuff online that that I could go other than my work one. But I'm not going to whore myself out about my work. So uh, yeah, you know my Steve. Um, I have a Facebook yeah, page. Hey, judging by the last few weeks, you're going to be on every single Secret Friend show just yeah. in rotation. For, he is. He, he's now in the stable. He's going to be called. That's it. That'll Steve, be my impetus. Yes, Charlie. Steve's, yeah. Steve's the non-working whore. There we go. Yep. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tyro, I know you're you're busier online, so tell yeah, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm a filthy whore. I'm like Steve. Yeah. I'm the big, I'm the biggest whore. I'm one of the you're biggest such, whores you'll meet on the You're internet. such a whore. We can't even see your picture. You're such a whore. Yeah. Uh, you can call my OnlyFans. You'll find it. So, okay, <laughs> you can find me YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, everything. It's just the first Okairo, the first Okairo, uh, the first Okairo. And you know, if you go into your bed, lift up your sheets, I'll be there waiting for you. I'll be there too. <laughs> oh my god! Nice. That's it. Loren's going off with Jason Momoa. Okairo's going to be uh, Finn's new stepdad. It's it's all it's all good. <laughs> oh well, you know what? These, these kind of things happen. Uh, as always, you can find me over on Twitter at the C three. Spell it out. The wife and I also run the uh, West Michigan chapter of the International Star Trek Fan Club, the USS Grand Petoskey. Find us everywhere online at that handle. I also try to put content on the Secret Friends Unite Facebook page when I can tear myself away from my exciting day job. But that's me, friends. And you can find me everywhere, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitch, Twitter, everywhere, uh, the underscore Canardian. Magnificent. Cool. Friends, thank you as always for joining us. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking. May the force be with you. Rex, play us out. And see. Awesome. Jesus, he just goes every single time. <laughs>